Beginning of Act One. All right. Well, last time was an action-packed session of talking about what is going on, what ideas that you had, and whatnot. Beginning with you guys leaving the Pale Moon Theater in, in the Irritated Estate, taking your carpet um, down, calling upon Eklund, um, well, going to your room at the, the Drunken Dragon, and Norway wondering, saying, I wonder if they fixed the um, bed sheets, only to realize things are a little bit odd here. I don't know what it is exactly, and pointing it out, and Annie realizing a little piece of her um, pack had been seemingly slipped or cut in some way, shape, or form for various deeds, perhaps. So you all leave, and Annie throws it at some some guy walking mm-hmm. on the streets after you put everything in your cube, and you write to Twekla and make your way over to the royal palace, and he seems to exit from a secret um, side passage of sorts. You guys go on a magic carpet ride, eventually finding yourself at uh, Marquand's Folly, a tavern in in the Baudre's Hearth district. The whole ride, and when you arrive there, discussions happening about how to go. Um, Annie divulging, well, your cousin came and danced with, with me, and uh, I don't know what to do about that. He also invited me to <clears throat> dinner. He apparently knows. He mentioned something about infiltrators, and, and if he was one, would he be so bold as to come forward and speak to you? Blah, blah, blah. Of a sort. You then transition to talking about the gala as a whole, and in general, it seems the um, these are, are the thoughts that I uh, have to jot down. You guys all said just to dis- distill them down very simply. <coughs> House House Porasco would seem to benefit from the board. They seem closest to it. The Countess seems a kind soul, but was standing with Trelob at the end. Esravashdelirvandar Silas. Lancaster, the, the merchant lord, when he was bring, bringing up the assassination attempt, Quentin Larandar seemed very put off by Earth's comments regarding the Dragon March family's betrayals long, 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 long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bit suspicious. House Kundarak runs banks and prisons, and the, 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 the count there seemed interesting. Um, House Orion and Kenneth were talking in private, but about Europe speaking with plants revealed they were talking about a railway and clockwork accords and, and Damas and, and, and the such. This brought up the full conversation about dragon shards, which Annie um, correctly deduced. Um, does anything to do with a heartstone? What's a, what's a heartstone? And between, between Eklund speaking with you, you speaking with him, he seems to not know what a heartstone refers to, but the prevailing theory that you guys seem to have at the moment is that a shattered dragon heartstone might become these dragon shards that various colors and energies within are used or can be keyed to objects via amartifabrians that, that the dragon mart families can use to produce things such as the Lerandar on um, airships and gondolas and whatnot else. You spoke about two in particular. One, a green heartstone the color, the, the color green, often being used by houses Harasco and uh, Galanda, and black, which is really only used uh, black dragon shards um, by House Fiarlan. 
the mark of the shadow. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You spoke about the Fjarlans and said, well, if they were infiltrators, maybe we'd all, like, would they really listen to the crown and and Earth's um, intel gathering? It seems to suggest that they really are more or less adhering to their um, obligations with the with the crown in this sense. And Eklund says, I wouldn't worry about them as, as much as I would other people. So the top three families to investigate now are the Medanis, Horasco and Larandar. Eklund's mm-hmm. saying he'll dig into House Larandar immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, House Medani, well, Annie has a dinner with Elkoris and she can, she, she can learn more at that time perhaps. And House um, Horasco, Norwood already has a bit of a bit of rapport with her of similarities you guys had met at the Penseum previously and you and her had spoken during the gala so perhaps that's something that, that you guys can take on. Well after that you went to dinner at San's restaurant not before a bit of um uh, what's the word not subterfuge or sabotage what uh, surveillance mm-hmm. but by, by, by Norwin and Earth that didn't go so well because bringing in weapons is a big no-no and the Major D has seen a plenty of such things so no-no I believe there was some spitting some spitting in faces a uh, yep. nice little uh, spit soup and you left <laughs> and Annie uh, um, <coughs> went in she she got well, I left ready so, yeah. That's true. You did. You did see four people walk in, mm-hmm. splitting into t- into two groups of two different spots and what not else, seeming to to, to eat like a small plates and drink um, water and tea, lemonade, and such as keeping an eye, more or less. And then you left, and the three of you entered more or less together. I, I believe you entered first, and then and then you two. You made yourself alter self, and you use your your cloak of many fashions, or your reversible cloak, or a combination of the two. I can't remember exactly to look differently mm-hmm. as you enter. Table for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you enter, looking. You know, I'm, I'm expected here. Here's my here's my name. Don't you know who I am? As as the the, the major D escorts you to the, the table where Alcoris Madani is. And you turning invisible by means of, of the ring of spell storing that Annie cast a her hand and, and flesh to turning a shadowy visage for a moment before turning back to normal. Going, how long have you been able to do that? I don't really know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems healthy. You turning into yeah. in, Put your ribs back and let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you turning invisible and sneaking in on your elven boots of silencio and sneaking in finding your way around. And he begins her nice dinner, so it seems, with El Corcoris. He compliments you on looking lovely as as usual, and he orders the roast lamb mushroom risotto. But for himself, you order the goat curry with a bit of spice to it. And small talk goes on for a bit until your food arrives, at which time he places a small device about the size of those globes. You guys probably can't see them over there in the middle of the table. Taps it, his dragon mark flashes for a moment, he begins to spin and whir, at which time all the sound surrounding you guys seems to quiet. And Irv, who had been sneaky sneaky up to catching some, some eaves, 
can't. Similarly, the sound is attenu attenuated moving. You're not sure what the radius of it is, mm -hmm. this table is about 10 feet from all the other ones around here, especially or not, who knows. Um, you also find that your telepathy, which you had cast shortly before entering, mm -hmm. probably still has, you know, it's coming on near its ending now at this point in time of the dinner mm -hmm. going on, but that was um, like listening through static. So mm -hmm. not much being heard. And Elkris explains that this device seems to be one of these um, specific um, dragon, mar dragon shard powered our devices, this one tuned to house Donnie, a whole conversation that would not have made any sense if you hadn't recently had your conversation mm -hmm. with, with Eklund. He explains this purely so your voices do, do, do not carry as far. You can have conversation freely. And he goes on to, you guys chat, he goes on to say that you, you don't belong here, <coughs> and neither does he. Place being a den of vipers around every corner, so on so forth. There is an, an antidote to this poison if, if, you, if you can afford it, but the moment that you can't, you're, you're useless to these people. Somebody that doesn't like us, though, we address it. You and I are similar in this way. He doesn't want to see the poison coursing through your, your veins. Alcaris explains that he remembers watching you enter the celestial vista for the race of the eight winds, garbing your eastern attire, making quite the statement, becoming buddy-buddy with Celeria, hanging out with, with Trelob and Deneth, and seems to remember you, though you, there are so many people there you don't remember him whatsoever. He sends he was there watching you from afar. He spends the having little love for this city, even as his home. Trelob has plenty of years left in him, though he is being groomed for a position of Nadani Patriarch, he has a feeling it will go toward another, and he's hoping for it, in fact. Such a big place, it sure seems small once you've lived here a couple decades. I don't like being told what to do if you can't tell. Father Primson preens about enough of the two of us, and despite his constant mannying, I kept this wound, tracing the, the scar across his his face. At first it was just to stake my own claim over my body, now I can't imagine myself without it. He finally explains that despite his commentary on, on the, the court city and the many denizens and bit of brief joy he would get watching the 60 families and the crown crown turned upside down for a while, realizing that their power is not as much as they think it is, he does not want to see his home crushed in a war or flipped upside down by a traitor, spy, or infiltrator. That would do me no good. He explains that Eklund has the skills of a fine investigator, but he's a dog to the crown. He hasn't even been to to the Galas in, in, in the last several months. He's become a babysitter to Elspeth, a fine enough girl, and she'll make a fine enough queen since he's sure the Vaniel won't wear, wear the crown. Point is this: You want someone to dig through the mud and probably with snakes. Don't ask the poodle playing at that prince. You ask the mutt who, who rolls in it and plays with them like kin, even though you know he might get bit. At which time Annie asked, "Are you basically telling me to work with you instead of Eklund?" And he said, "You can work with, with, with him if you want, but I can offer you things that he cannot." Annie asked him, "Well, what do you want?" 
very blunt and perhaps very astute leader. What do you want? The people in the core city don't offer things. Mm -hmm. Do you recall what his answer to that was? which is, do you know why Aunt Uncle Trello was so intent on poking about your head and why he asked me to, to do the same? I imagine he has his own suspicions after your rapid ascent from no-name travelers to household names within mere days. What with you and Celeria, the Colosseum, and then what happened at the drunken dragon. Trello was a suspicious man by, by, by nature, which I suppose is a trait that did rub off on me, but my interest in you was quite apart from his. But no. Do you want to venture a guess as to whom asked him to peek in, in on, on you and your two men while at the gala? You had first guessed um, the, the Fjarlans, I think. Yeah, it's, that's right, that's right, that's right. You guessed Solaria and then you guessed the Crown, Eklund and, and the Crown. But do you recall who the answer was? Countess Roscoe. Mm -hmm. Countess Daroscoe. Supposedly most curious about your involvement with a certain virulent poison that's ravaged our back lines of the Wolfgang more than once. And also curious about a certain cursed sword held by a certain dwarf ally of yours. Trevor likely expected Celeria to insist that the, the cursed weapon be deposited in the safe room before entering the gala, but uh, you must have convinced her to let him keep it. We, we ended last session with Andy reaching over and stealing a, a bite of lamb from his plate and uh, saying, oh, one more thing, I want cake. And him saying, him saying if, you, if you want cake, I, I know the, the perfect place and it's not here. But let, let's finish our meal first. We'll pick up on, on that conversation momentarily here. One first. 18. Okay. Number two. Which was an investigation, so five. Okay. Number three. Which was also 18, so I think. Okay. Ah. For the second one, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, look at that. Isn't that. Mm -hmm. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun. Look at that. Well, you. you we rolled in that 20 on that. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Went from a 5 to a 22 or something. Oh, 21. So it would have been 4. 21. Very good. Very nice. So what you wanted has been accomplished, and you could consider yourself wherever you want to be more or less. Now, they've been talking a small talk amongst all, all of these other things as well. Okay. Well, then a big-ass dessert cart would be rolled up to your table. There's a, a, a bigger fellow, quite thick arms and, and meaty hands that you see pushing this fairly dainty cart with some cutlery and like a couple cloches on it. And uh, what does this do individual say? What does your hair look like right now? Like all the waiters, which I'm assuming is just greasy and slicked back and very. And it's greasy in here. Very good. And that's exactly what the waiter who comes up with the card says. Uh, would you like some delicious desserts this evening? No, thank you. We're, we're good. 
also going to cast Detect Thoughts from the ring on him. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Sounds, that sounds good. Surface level thoughts that you get. Um, in the, in the, you know, so I'll, this is happening very quickly here. You, yes. you walk in, you say this, you start of, of, of hide this gesture, say it, and immediately get the um, surface level thoughts here. I'm assuming you're focusing on El Chorus. You, without knowing anything that was being talked no about, clue, yeah. you get uh, an almost immediate impression of one annoyance. That's the most, that's the top level thing right now. Annoyance. Specifically at you. Um, underneath that, but still surface level here, he's annoyed because secrecy. And how, you know, he's a, a not trusting person in general here. Um, I would say under that, you... Um, let me see here. Just given the time that you came in, he he truly seems. You get a strong surface level impression that he is he is interested in Annie. He's interested in what she's saying. He's interested in her as a person, and there's a bit of legitimate interest there. Combining with the fact that that whatever she knows, he one wants to assess. I, I guess I'll just—it's a source of thoughts. I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. That there's legitimate interest in in Annie, and you can sense even on the surface level, it's both business and pleasure. Gotcha. You would have to dig deeper if you wanted to suss out anything else. But in that time, did that you? that you walk up and get this, and and he says, no thank you. Elkaris does look look over at the table, the cart, look over at you and say, as the the lady says, and looks up and looks you dead in in the face. Hello again. I didn't like being left out of the conversation. I'm assuming you recognize it with that reaction. But then I'm going to delve deeper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I know that that's not going to work. You delve deeper in. And oh, like I'm successful? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I work. misunderstood what you said there. <laughs> it's oh. not going to work. Damn, oh. no. I you will, get it. I will <laughs> Oh, so okay. That's okay. I'm going to have to look up his sheet because he rolled a three. Mm-hmm. So as you say, I don't, I don't like, like being left out. And you just focus your intent. And almost like you're cracking through an egg poof, into that soft yolk there. And you're staring at him. And he is just staring back at you. His kind of smirk fading into a frown. And you're seeing this. That's I still smart. don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I assumed that you would, based on on your knowing her so well, 
but so go ahead and roll I mean, a, a waiter with an eye patch is coming up, and he looks a lot like yeah. your buddy Earth, so my disguise is not that great right now. It's literally a chef coat just to fool everybody else in the restaurant. Perception? There's some questions. Yeah. It's gotta be like a 10. You get max. Out of 14. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know. You, you know it's <laughs> For other people, it wouldn't have been such a big thing. Um, but like you said, he's he's wearing a, a chef's coat. Is that pushing a cart? His, his hair That's is what the changed. Cart's for. And um, <laughs> you don't see blood on his back, strangely enough. But you do recognize Earth as he's not even looking at you. He's just looking intently at Elkris, who's looking at him. Smirk, fading. An insight into its reasoning, emotional state, something that looms large on its mind. Reasoning. Um, definite interest in Annie. He was, and again, you don't know what they were talking about before, but you know that he was told by Trellum to crack into her mind, yeah. to, to investigate her. Um, for what, what reasons, you can't tell just, just from this, but you do understand his his reasoning right now is he is defying Trello right now. Um, his emotional state, very annoyed. <laughs> the, the annoyed scale is increasing rapidly at this moment in time. Um, but if you look look beyond that, at the, the scales being tipped, what was on the scale before this moment, before you walked on, what are, are those lingering emotional states? Um, Again, it's a lot of business and pleasure going on here. His emotional state, it, uh, there's a bit of infatuation. Is there any fear there? There's no fear. No fear at all. Not, okay, not even from like the defying trouble thing? No. Okay. No fear. He's a very, very, very confident person. He feels like he's in control and likes to feel like he's in control, but he is also very, very cautious. So you, you can tell those emotions and something that looms larger in his mind. It would be easier to suss out what's not, and as your it's it's the thing looming larger on his mind are probably things that we've already said. But one thing from a business standpoint, he has a personal stake in he is involved, and something looming larger on his mind is simply this in this short moment that you get all this blast information. Mm. He is intimately involved in, in an ongoing investigations relating to the Night of Long Shadows. And at that point, you then begin to see almost a clip show of him um, stabbing you in the face and ripping out all your eyes. Not, not enough that it completely dismisses the, the, the like I can actual thoughts. You kind of ignore it, but it's also It's also very like, ah, what is what, what is that? Oh, my one good eye? God, you're a dick. <laughs> so you were sort of sitting there looking up and going, no, 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 I'm fine. Look up Earth. Oh my God. And then you see them having a staring contest and Elthris's smirk fading just into a frown as his staring at Earth. Do you hear Yeah. I am going to say to Earth, go back to the inn. Well, I just thought turnabout was fair play, so 
There's that. And sorry to shatter your illusions of control, but uh, I'll let you get back to it. And I'll take the grossest looking dessert on the cart and put it in front of him. And then reach down and grab blood and just walk out of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Well done. Why don't you tell her what you saw? I did. Good. Did you really? Yeah, like I was gonna say, like I would be, con- as I'm getting this blast of information, I'm immediately conveying it to you, so you would actually not hear anything. No, I wouldn't, you, but you would. Stephen, just go home. Just go home. <laughs> Bye! We'll text you what you need to know. <laughs> I turned to a spider and I sit under the table. <laughs> Think, good luck. I think we can trust him, and I would turn and leave. So you got sort of a, a blast from Urpsek. He's, he's thinking this, this, this. He likes you. He likes you. Oh my gosh, girl. Also, oh wow, he really likes you. He's also <laughs> somehow involved with the thing that happened on the night of Long Shadow. Oh, and now now he wants to um skull fuck me with with a dagger. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Give you permission. <laughs> And you, and you you grab blood from under the cart and then you just walk out? Yeah. Okay. Alcaris just closes his eyes. Wait a minute. Well, I can't regret combat <laughs> if I wanted to with all that was happening, but I do need to look at this. Oh, did this device do something? Group against detection and location. I shouldn't have been able to do that. I guess he just doesn't have it attuned right now. Oh, there we go. Because it's you're hidden from divination magic as a whole, Mm, which to detect thoughts is a divination spell. Gotcha. I surprised him, and his ring was like, (laughs) but he also didn't have it attuned the the previous night, but he probably. (laughs) Well, what at this time? That's fine. It's it's fine. Yes, yes. Other things. I was like, man, I should really fucking attend that. Yeah. <laughs> so he just closes his eyes. Sorry, he says, "To be honest, I was going to let you do that, to gain your trust. I would rather you than him. That's why I didn't attend to this thing. Actually, that is the reason why, because I totally have that written down." <laughs> Do what your dwarf fingers in my mind. <laughs> well, it's only fair you talked at length about your gilded cage. Now you've met mine. I would apologize, but no need. Sick of picking up his messes at times. Your friends are very protective of you. So about that cake, it, it, it goes well with more wine, or I can make coffee. When we're there, if you prefer your choice. Depends. Will this instrument still be there? I think it would, would be wise if we bring it to discuss. I agree. I don't feel we're done with our conversation. No, I would, I, I would agree. I won't eat the one you put in front of me. You don't think you're trying. No, or 
course, he likes you. It's all part of the master plan. He does. It's a giant mound with one little cherry on top, so it just looks like a boob. He does push the flan away a bit and says, not poison, but uh, I wouldn't just be surprised if he if he spit that. He does like to spit in things. Well, I'll be here right back. Stands up from seat around, walks 15 feet from your table, leans on the railing, because you guys are on the second floor in, in inner balcony here, and he casually, just as you lean on the balcony, points a finger across the way, somewhere, not anywhere specific, just like, probably just points a finger and you see. Roman. Are you still sitting there watching the other two tables? Yeah. You have a good, you know which tables you're looking at, and you mm-hmm. sort of know where they are. So when you see him do this, kind of, kind of up a little bit, and you follow the general direction, and someone at the table, um, that one of the two, two, two tables that you're looking at, a, a human woman with red hair and two piercings in one in one eyebrow, she raises that pierced eyebrow. She smiles and she laughs. You can't hear it from, from where you are, but she, she just kind of... She seems to say something as well, and then she gets up to leave. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this to uh, It seems like at least one of them is in connection with Alcaraz. At this point, you're probably no more... You probably not even have left this establishment considering getting the down the stairs, but you might be just up outside of it, if you were. Right, what do they look like? I'm going to describe them. <clears throat> Keep an eye out. Also, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know what happened up there. <laughs> I had to get a disguise to get close because I was worried that we couldn't hear him. Yeah. So, I popped by the table and I did a little digging in his brain. Yeah, and then I'll fit the end. Now I'm Come back, Stephen. Okay. And you're going to stay at the table? Yeah, I'm just going to continue to watch them, essentially. And what what are you going to do with this I am going to hide outside, and if the person comes out, see where they go, kind of follow them for a bit, see what's going on. Makes sense. Go back to the rope. Makes sense. Somebody's mom. Alcaraz comes back and says, I apologize. Pulls back his chair. So, while the while that's being taken care of, how are you doing, really? I'm doing fine. The curry is sitting well. How are you doing? You want to try any more of this? I'm good, thank you. Me too. I'm quite full. Or perhaps I simply lost my appetite looking over at where her was a moment ago. Tends to happen. 
see this this figure ex- exiting. She does not seem to be just, again, human woman, red hair, two piercings here, easy enough to, to see. She is just wearing a long coat, and, and she buttons it up against the um, colder weather out here at night, and just isn't hiding herself, just, you know, moves around people coming and going, and seems to be making her, just makes her way in a direction. Simple as that. I'm going to follow her, and as I do have a little conversation with myself, say, I don't care if it's what llamas do. It was a weird thing to do. You gotta rein it in. And then I'm gonna go up and tug on her arm and ask, so what are you supposed to be doing exactly? Uh, ow! Excuse me? What? Ooh, you're really good at playing dumb. Uh, you're the one who might be probably following me. Ah, I figured why waste the time. You must know, I'm getting a cake. Do you want to join me? I like cake. (laughs) It's not not for you. Oh, oh, oh. You have to get get your own, but... Mm -hmm. Okay. I was told not to Verbal or otherwise. So you're free to join. Rule breaker. I like that. And I'll go with her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she walks, uh, she doesn't engage you much. Um, so if you want to say anything to her, but if you're just, you know, poking at her, she just really won't engage. She'll just, she'll just roll her eyes or begin to whistle loudly to, to Johnny out, sort of thing. What's with the eye things? These? She will, about five minute block, she will produce an, an onyx whistle. Oh boy. When she whistles on it though, it has a very low sound. It's a bit strange. And about 20 seconds later, you hear a getting louder and louder like a Doppler effect as a giant evening fly comes <laughs> crawling up and around the bridge. 
How's Dragon's Dragon? Just so large, large size. So think of a um, warhorse size. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, fly. Fly. Holy shit. Okay. And it comes up. <laughs> it just comes up. This is, figures are like, what the god? they like, turning and running away. Monster! Monster! And it does very fly-like like thing. It, it comes up and begins... Doing this, doing that, yeah. that stuff. Cock of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Machinations lay undetected for generations. She comes Ooh. up, puts a foot in a stirrup, and uh, heaves herself over the single person saddle that's on. Says, "You can hop on if, if you're comfortable holding on, or you can find your own way." Let's go. Yep. <laughs> comes, crawls, and are you hopping on, or are you? Nope. Not okay. She just takes off into into the, the, the night. She does produce a humble lantern, though that seems to already be on the fly's like back. She hooks it to the front, and now you can see a beacon of greenish light. Would you continue for following, or? Uh, no, at that point I would just let her go. Okay. Which direction direction does she go? Um, she currently is going down and a bit west. Gotcha. But in this place, that could mean nothing at all. Hard to know. You, you lose sight of her quite quite quickly as she goes beneath some bridges and then goes around a tower and all that. Okay. I'm gonna go back to find to the fancy restaurant. Okay. Sounds good. Chris, Ben says, well, I feel I laid my cards on the table. Your man had a peek up of here, and he said that he already told you what he saw, so... You know more about me than I know of you. Obviously, we need to discuss this but before that even, perhaps you can tell me more about yourself, who you really are, where you're really from, how you got involved with those, those other two, how you became involved with the crown, and so on. If I'm going to help you, I need to know I can trust you first. Then we can discuss details of the cave. I thought you already knew where I came from. I told you while we were dancing. Well, yes. raised by the ones at the dome until I left when I was 16, 15, old enough. It's just a number. And traveled until I wasn't traveling but was and ran into my men on a boat. People were trying to kill them. I almost died in the process people are going to keep trying to kill them so I might as well stick with them to make sure they don't stay dead I feel like most people would decide the exact opposite what made you want to stick with them so badly? nothing better to do are you looking for something better to do? do you have something better to do? I'm sure But you like a bit of danger, don't you? 
keeps things interesting. It allows you just to be playing in one of Celeria's uh, casinos or any number of, of inns and taverns in, in the court city, or I'm sure anywhere would love to have you. You could live a very comfortable life with four walls, a nice plush carpet under, under your feet, a queen, maybe even king-sized bed, but that's not the life you want to live, though. And to be honest, they're good men, and I believe in our cause, and I would be hesitant to settle down until I know we're at a point where things are safer. So what is your cause? If it's too dire, I don't, I'm not asking for specifics, we can save that. I'm asking in a general sense, what is your cause? Stop the city from crumbling as much as you want it to, along with the rest of the world. Those are lofty ambitions. We've seen some ambitious people be defeated quite steadily as of So perhaps if we're slightly less ambitious, but a little bit more sturdy, we could be luckier. Give me an example of one of these world-endangering scenarios that you've seen coupled by your own hand. I will go in, well, not into, hmm. So I am a follower of the Raven Queen. Have you ever heard of the Raven Queen? I happen to be Raven Queen. Is that her? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's, just, it's, a very, it's a very small sect, sort of a uh, offshoot religious uh, cult is my understanding of, of, of the East. Yes, but if you've ever heard of her starry lady, they're one of the same. Long story. I'm about Breaking to tell part of it. Do you also have the blog? What the fuck, man? <laughs> and Eric's oh, like, I love Andy's story time. <laughs> Sitting down here alone, he's like, I'm watching this table. They're gonna move. They're gonna move. We had traveled to the Shadowfell to seek out someone we have been searching for for a long time. And upon arriving there, there's a message from my patron stating that she needed my help, and so we traveled to her domain. And right as rain, she had called all her followers because she was going to be attacked, and she was quite heavily. Casualties were high. We caught- Who would attack the raven? You're talking the real raven queen? Yes. It was a mixture of undead um, demon lords. They tend to try to create chaos in that realm. And there was a mind flare and happened to be the one we were chasing. And we defeated them, but we lost a lot of good people in the process, brought a good chunk of them back. Um, Do you also regular, regularly have dinners with Arway and Valinor? No, just you. Is this story that true? That was flattery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this story true? I'm not wearing a ring. It's 
very true. I feel like I could hear, I, I, I could listen to you tell these true stories all night for, for a week, or perhaps just a, a long weekend at some point in time, but for now, uh, nice to say, you have, you're quite well-traveled, or you're just a very good performer. Oh no, lying would be the performance I played for everyone. This is the truth. I heard it was quite good. Good. And I, I, I apologize. I could not have stuck around. I did not want my dear uncle poking around in my head to see what I had seen from you. Understand. Still don't know exactly all that you did see, which does concern me. <laughs> you, you did mention, though, that you, uh, you could be the subject of a scribe, yes? Your pack and such. I got rid of the pack, so hopefully it's no longer tied to me and make things more difficult. This device should protect us from being heard by a scrying sensor, but dips his finger in, in the sauce that, that came, came with his lamb and draws this symbol on the table equipment that glows travels up his hand his eyes glow blue as he turns around nothing invisible around us I was like he's totally going to see you <laughs> but you did get shit to, too soon <laughs> around us and this normally is able to Invisible, I'd just be sitting there. <laughs> yep. What do I can't hear him? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I wouldn't worry about that so much now. It was good to know. Well, I think we're safe enough from prying eyes. This device should keep us from being overheard. So, uh, do you require any more proof of my intentions? Not at this point. I would be a fool to completely trust you, as you would be to completely trust me, right? Right. Do you want to do as your dwarf chum did? No. I, I, I did you. It's okay. He doesn't seem the spellcasting sort. He's good at cantrip. <laughs> especially, especially after what he, he just saw in Elvis' mind. Stabbing his eye repeatedly. <laughs> it's just weird shit. Are your men going to be joining us? Four that you saw are all of my men that have come here. 
Probably not. It is actually. <laughs> uh, no, I've I've called them. I've called them before. To, to be more precise, I, I sent one of them to procure the cake, and I I told the other three that that once I leave. suggest that they stay away. Well, you seem to be done. I'm stuffed, but I hope you left room for cake. Well, there's always to-go boxes. To-go boxes? Don't exist here. <laughs> Eat it all or you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you say or you die. And I'm like, <laughs> Are you don't good, sir? <laughs> Pulls out a pouch. Booklet writes on a piece of paper, tears it, and tucks it under. The puppy's checks. Oh, look, I'm fancy. I can write words. (laughs) That was her coming out my mind. (laughs) Alright, let's get out of here. Sounds good. Join him, go down the steps, and leave the establishment. Where are you at this point? Are you outside or inside? You're just hanging out? How far away? How far away is the dragon? The dragon is, you, you could have walked there easily at this point. Perfect. I'm down there having a drink. <laughs> Perfect. Of course. <laughs> All right, then. Um, as he, before before you go, he, he does grab the vest. The moment he picks it up, it stops. Doesn't have to do anything else to it, it just stops once it, it moves. Tucks it in his pocket and escorts you, and you leave the establishment. It says, come back again soon. You know it. And you're, you're outside. My brain, I'm like, bye, Norman. <laughs> if I saw them moving, I would have put money down on my tab, and then, like, I would have followed, essentially. Okay, how far behind are you following? <sighs> Probably about, you know, not, like, suspicious, but, like, you know, let's say, you know, 10 feet, because I have no idea what anything that you said, mm-hmm. so Norman's just going to follow, yep. essentially. You hear Annie's <clears throat> Annie's public voice in your head say, Bye, Norwin, as it just then cuts out. Mm-hmm. Bye, Norwin! And then the spell has, has oh, ended this point in time. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to the, the Dallas stables in this district. I uh, hope you're okay for a little bit of a walk. Of course. How, how, how do you like the weather in, in Court City? Oh, it's horrible. Well, this time of year, have you ever been here in the any other time of year? No. Try. I know where you're. I know where you're from. You're used to it being quite a bit warmer. Yes, and my permanent residence is in Hymar, which oh. is once again quite a bit warm. Quite a bit warm. Well, there's a certain charm in the snow, don't you think? It's clean outside of the city. Have you ever seen a snow angel? A what? Do you fight those? <laughs> you can. And he veers off the, the own path and just turns on his heel and goes like this and lands on his back. And does this a few times and then pops back up very dextr- dexterously, in fact, and says, Snow Angel. Do you want to give it a try? I will make a Snow Angel. Roll performance! Oh! Not very good. 
Yeah, a one. That's gonna be perfect. A Twenty-four. No matter what you do, it's gonna have devil horns. Yeah, it's gonna be. You know what I'm going to do? I can fix it. Not as a halo. Because I kind of curved back, so just be the tips. Tips. I got it. But it still has paws. You compare. You compare yours to his, and his looks like a, a really, really, really dumb two-year-old just for her sister first ever did that. And yours mm-hmm. looks flawless. Like Michelangelo made the, made the snow angel. How did you make two? One reaching down, pointing, and the other reaching up. So you're a natural, I see. You good at performing? This is very disheartening. I'm known for my snow angels. <laughs> Let's go. Assuming mm-hmm. they had ducked off, nor would have changed his appearance in that time. So I look like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Make a uh, stealth check. Not that you're being stealthy yeah. per se, but well, just to see it. Well, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Uh, stealth can mean any number of things. Uh, that is 18. Okay. Can I roll to see if I do notice him, thinking that, you know, we left mm-hmm. him behind? Go ahead. Would that be an investigation? Perception. That would just be a perception. You see, there's so many people on this um, thoroughfare here at night that, and you're like, any of them could be him with that stupid cloak and that stupid, stupid other self. I mean, he has. <laughs> so, you, you and him walk for about 10 minutes, just having small talk and, and whatnot. He's keeping it very, very light now with no device and whatever else. Um, you reach the stables here, large stables, people taking coin and renting out beasts, but also seems to be a place where if you ride your beast here, you can deposit it here. Or if you ride your carpet or your broomstick here, <laughs> this is a place where you can de- deposit it safely. You've seen a number these stables are all over the place, depending on, not, not everybody wants us to carry a, a giant rug on their, their back, so they put them mm-hmm. in lockers or whatever else. You walk in and there's giant eagles, there's a couple of hippogriffs, um, there's, there's a griffin, Quite the thing. There, there's carpets, there's broomsticks. They're all locked up, and there's several. Um, there's two guards here, and several people working here. Elkaris ignores them all and walks directly toward um, a jet black hippogriff. Hippogriff being an eagle's front and a horse's back. Jet black winged beast here. Sees him, and its golden eyes look over his shoulder at, at you, and it. Elkris places a, a hand on her golden beak and says, Hush, no, Miss, miss Protective. A- I'm Anaxoria, friend, not food. Anaxoria? Avitria. Avitria? Anaxoria. Bow, oh, just a little bit. He'll curtsy. But if you will go. <laughs> he g- g- grabs her beak, turns it. Avitria. Friend, not food, even the little one. She lowers her head into his chest and he scratches the feathers at the head. She kind of turns her head a bit. Mm-hmm. While they're having this exchange, no one would see that they're approaching animals. And so would kind of like go behind, you know, into like an alley or something, turn into a spider, and then sneak over to then, you know, try to clean the Annie's leg. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Annie, a roll mm-hmm. perception to see if you perceive a spider on your leg. 
that that will be 15. Go ahead and roll, roll stealth. Okay, as a spider. spider. Hang on, I have to find a spider to real quick. Uh, continue. I'd say that there's a 50% chance right now that you're going to get slapped. And here's Norman <laughs> grabbing a <laughs> hand. It's actually leg. not bad. It was an 18 plus spider. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. So you have no, I, no idea. You're watching Elkris have this sort of sweet, you know, interaction with the, this this very beautiful hippogriff. You don't even feel the spider crawling up your leg. Jokes on you. I didn't wear petticoats. <laughs> <laughs> Extends a, a hand to hoist you up. Only one saddle, so you hoist you up, and you'll be sharing it. And sorry, there's there's no um, strap back there. Feel free to, to hold the saddle if you want, or whatever's convenient. And sure enough, uh, a vitria charges forward. Weird combination of claws and and hooves. As Take off. You fly for a bit of time here to the middle Tavix landing plateau. Definitely a ways off the beaten path that, that you've lived up. You've never been here before. A whole level below where you've spent most of your time, the upper plateaus, and you've not done a lot in Tavix, um, in Tavix landing spires. Um, though Boulder's Hearth, by to be clear, is on the ground level level of the city, the, the lowest lowest plateau. So this is still a nicer area than than, than that. If you're expecting a pastry shop of a sort, you are dis disappointed perhaps by instead um, seeing many apartments here, built into the great curving walls of this second. As I described to you guys, first came the walls here are so enormous that many shops and, and abodes are built into these hollowed out walls with windows and doors and whatnot a place there there's a few small corner stores perhaps but all are closed now at this point in night which it would be our, our, our around 8 p.m <coughs> not that there are clocks per se but it's that just to give you a feel a feel for it <coughs> he leads you to a, a wooden door set within the stonework of, of a wall and produces a, a key enters he says just does that, and she. Friend, friend. Richards looks at you and turns and <laughs> comes up and flies up on the wall. You kind of hear the hooves and the clattering up top. You can't see anymore, but you get a feeling she's perched somewhat close by. Again, opens the door and gestures with it. Do you enter? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I walk some... into spikes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, <that'd> me too. <laughs> nice. There are continual flame um, lanterns here, already lit. You know that they're magical in nature because there's no smoke, smoke or heat coming from them. 
the smell of coffee already fills this modest size um, townhome here. The size of it is one thing, um, but the actual elegance of, of the interior is something else entirely. There's artwork, there's cushioned chairs, a small but elaborately carved um, oak table, decanters with various um, liquids of, of shades of brown and gold, and a lounging couch with four big stuffed pillows and a thick woven carpet underneath. He says, sit anywhere, and closes the door and locks it. Ignore Avitria. <laughs> Down, Bobo. <laughs> he closes the door, locks it, and there seems to be two additional locks as well. He twists one and hooks the other one. You can, you can leave at any point you want. I'm not doing this to keep you in. This to keep any sneaky eyes out. That's all. That makes sense. He goes around the corner, and where do you sit? Probably on the most ladylike surface. The couch. Yeah. As Elkris walks out of the room, Norwin is going to sneak onto like a part of Annie that you'll feel. And we'll like do a tap, like tap, tap to tap, tap, something that you know, like you're not with intelligence would do. Like you're dancing on yeah. a hand kind of thing, like trying to get her attention. Make an, an insight check to yeah, see where I'm going. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Hey! hey! You're not. They don't like it. <laughs> you feel a tickling feeling on your arm. And you look, kind of like like look up the sleeve, and you see a spider on on, on your arm waving, <laughs> just going like this with two of its eight, eight legs looking up at you, waving them. What is your immediate impression that you would do after feeling that and seeing that? I, I would probably jump up and start shaking my arm. Okay. Ah, 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 don't ask me. Don't ask me. Unfortunately, spiders don't take don't take fall damage because they're small. So you fall, you land on this this carpet, and you're suddenly in a forest. <laughs> and you are in this this woven carpet on on the ground, and you're like, must be that, must be that fucking hypocrite has mites and such. I'll try to crawl over to her like again. Okay. Um. Elkris returns only a moment later with a tray of coffee, wine, and an entire medium-sized chocolate cake. The chocolate shaving, you know, those like curled shavings, like like, like, like on a French supply. What's not French supply? It's a German chocolate cake. What's German? I don't know. Some some guy named Germaine. It's a Germaine chocolate cake, and he sets that in front on the small little table in front of the couch. So it says everything all right? I heard you. Uh, Squeal, I think that's the word. Spider. In here? Yeah. Odd. Don't know where it went though. It's right on my arm. Seen webs, a lot of it is spider. Yeah. 
Did I put two and two together, knowing how often he changes into a spider? If I make an, another insight check. That will be a 28. You're inciting the guy that you don't know is even here, but you are inciting based on your history, and, and you sort of at that Wait, point... Wait, we have those spiders here. And yeah, we're doing oh this. <laughs> yeah. 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 You sort of put it all together. Like, click, click, click. Ah. <laughs> Annie disguises herself so glasses are up here. She disguises herself so that they go down her nose. Go outside, and you better have another shape left to take me home tonight. Look through a window. <laughs> Would you let my spider out? <laughs> Why doesn't he just appear? I am. I'm not sharing the cake with him, but, uh... Well, Norwin, do you want to come out? Norwin uh, will pop out. <laughs> Just you? Where's the, where, where's the other one? I don't know. We kind of lost our connection. That, that always really hurts when you lose connections with your friends, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You just grow distant. Well, sit anywhere. Help yourself, coffee, wine, uh, my, my, my home, one of several. Has everything been going on? Yes, Dad! <laughs> All I'm saying is the false connection. I don't know what's going on. He does have a, a point. You can't blame it. As, as I said, your friends are protective. Do you also um, moonlight as a pastry chef? No. Or was that that only the, 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 the dwarf? No, that was a surprise to me too. Oh, sorry. The flan did not look good. You tell him when you tell him when you see him, I didn't eat it. Alright, I'll alright, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll also take that as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Why do I get the feeling that when he pleasures himself he imagines my neck in, in his grip instead of his Anyways. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Wine, cake. Well, wine, since I have a sober cab now, so I might as well drink. Alright. I can I can I can leave. I just I just um Do you know how to get home? Do I know how to what where are we? (laughs) It is a bit of a weird, you know, place, but you could you would eventually find your way home, probably. I don't know if you could, but yeah, he you know. Mm -hmm. Anyways. It's up to you. I can, um, I can show myself a drink. Don't get too close. I'm working on my hypocrite skills in terms of um, animal handling. That doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> don't worry, I'm working on it. It's not <laughs> does not bode confidence, my my friend. But no, 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 it's fine. Um, please let yourself out. And Annie, you can, you can, or he always calls, calls you an extra, and an extra, you can, you, you can watch and see that, that the doors are not triggered or trapped in any, in any way. The moment you open the door, though, I am going to minor illusion, like a battering ram coming at your face. <laughs> Fire everywhere! <laughs> a small battering ram just swings. <laughs> you go, <laughs> and he goes, 
<laughs> I don't know. That piece together that she did that? Considering she had to cast a spell, yes. Yeah. You would have seen her go. Plus 17. Plus 17. Right. Right. You leave? No, I'll leave. Alright. He'll lock the doors again. Place the, the device there in between you on, on the table. Sit on the couch next to you and activate it again. Well, I don't think you could be safer than you are even now, short of being in a Kundarak prison. So feel free to talk. Again, how much did you get out of my mind? Not much, only that you're seeking an infiltrator. You are concerned about a spy or a betrayal of some sort, and you're suspicious that it is one of the Dragonborn families, heirs, somebody that can, somebody obviously in power here. I'm curious if this is your first foray into digging into this, how you know there's an, an infiltrator, anything that, that you know, now that we're here, can, can, can talk. That's all I know. Detect thoughts is still, even when I'm successful at prying where perhaps I shouldn't, it is still fairly surface. But why dig when you asked about your cousin? What do you mean? How would that provide you with the information you were looking for? Because Eklund works with the, the crown quite closely. Eklund is Princess Elspeth's face. Seeing you and him talking in the way that you were and knowing that he, he's been around you just had brought me interest. And when I ask you questions, your mind goes to there, even if you do not vocalize it. Asking simple questions can make the mind go places, and that is what I'm looking for. But if you were on a mission to get information for Countess de Frosco about the poison, what would the crown have to do with that? I don't know. Then why even delve at that point? Why leave me to think about your cousin at all? Because it is curious that newcomers to this city become so popular in the Irtain court and become arbiters of the, the crown, acting diplomat, warden, marshal. These are all very interesting things. I know my cousin quite well, so asking you about, about Eklund successfully steered your mind toward the crown, and that is what I desired to know. Atreus. Why did you have another theory? No, I just was having trouble connecting those dots. It seemed off, off job. I just comment on what I see, and then I look inside your mind to see where your thoughts go. It was clear to me that after seeing where your thoughts went, that it was more than just a friendly coincidence. You didn't just meet. You weren't mere one-time acquaintances. You knew him, which
which tells me a tremendous amount. It means that you're working with the crown rather than against them, which tells me that you're not suspicious of the crown. It means that you're working with them. That's all very true. Deducing things is what we Madonnas do for livelihoods. So a simple innocuous question is much better to sell self-truth rather than more direct questions. I guess I still don't understand what you get out of all of this. I know you don't want anything, but why not just for the pleasure of helping your city? To make sure it doesn't fall down? What did your dwarf friend tell you before you lost connection? Well, that you were looking into the night of Long Shadow. He got that far. Ooh, tell him, well done. No, he doesn't need the Ugo. Ugo, Ugo boost. No. Why? Ugo boost is what they were getting from from Kari's blood. Yeah, that's the Ugo boost. And now from now on, that will be known as the Ugo boost. <laughs> Give me that sweet, sweet Ugo boost. <laughs> No, I, I, I imagine he doesn't. If you're worried about that, we weren't even in this realm during the Night of Long Shadow, to be honest. Where were you? <laughs> Having tea with the Queen of Fairies, I take it? No, being petrified and dying at the hands of the Leprechaun. Roll. And you have wine with the prince of fairies. It wasn't tea, it was wine <laughs> with the prince, not the queen. 30. 30. Um, yeah. He looks at you and Did sees you? your very plaintive look. Like, I don't, essentially the face that you, that he's, he's reading, reading on you is if I was going to, to tell a lie, it'd be a better one. Yeah. And he just is like, I suppose if you're going to tell a lie, it'd be a better one than, than that. We got back later than what we hoped for, as is bound to happen with the Feywild, and we heard about the Night of Long Shadows. It is concerning. He smiles and says, well, it seems like you're asking what my interest is, but also what my line of work is. Your line of work could be interesting. Well, you put some, <coughs> of, some of what you have out on the table as well. I. Am I, am I to trust that this connection be, be, be between you and those boys is lost? It is. Did it did it work, even when this device was present? No, not all. Thank you for letting me know about it. That's what we're, we're told, but testing. I'm a Midani, my dear. My job is etched into my very bloodstream. I'm, I'm an investigator for the city, though our mark of detection has granted us a nickname uniquely used in this, in this city, a detective. Silly word, in, in my opinion, but it's becoming more common in the Lendia lexicon of the course. Naturally, I would not divulge my mission to anyone, much less newcomers, no matter how beguiling they are. Or Fendi? Please, please. 
But I think you have shared enough with me to earn this. My, my current mission assigned to, to me by the Uncle Trello, in accordance with the will of the Crown and the three aspects, is to investigate the cults of the Dark Six that attacked various landmarks and killed hundreds of innocents during the night of the Long Shadows while you were being beaten by a leprechaun. Seems like the realms did not have a good time. No. Even the crown does not know who receives these assignments. It is strictly the purview of the Midani Patriarch. They tell Trello they want an investigator, detective, whoever you wish to, to call us to take on this mission to work with so on and so forth. And Trello assigns them. So I would appreciate it if you this detail stays between us and, and your chums if you if you must, but mostly between. I imagine Trollope chose me for the same reason he thinks I am a defiant little shit. I thrive best when skirting the rules. I have friends in the underworld of the court city. Frankly, I am positive that the underbelly of this grand city is more trustworthy than, than the face that you see. But there are naturally plenty of dangers to both, and some like to dabble in both spheres, like myself and the Boromar clan. For example, a half-length family and a member of the 60 families that run most of this, this bloated city, the Boromars are known for their mercantile strength. But some know it as a major seat of organized crime. As they are not a member of the, the dragon-marked houses, their reach and influence can extend into Seminea and far beyond that even, without stretching the limits of certain edicts. But the Bormas keep themselves to smuggling mostly, which is in itself a very broad spectrum. Smuggling can be objects, people, information, and such. But they keep the murdering to other clans and houses, meaning that they try to keep out of that operative word being tried. My friendships with these Bormars sometimes help me glean insights into objects, creatures, information entering or exiting the city through underhanded means, but they wouldn't keep me alive for a second if I decided to openly go uh, against them. Yeah. So that is why I have been chosen to look into these attacks that happened on the Knights of Long Shadows. The three aspects took a great interest in these attacks, as I'm sure you can imagine, due to the, how might I say, cultish nature of the Dark Six followers. You always assume that there are snakes in the grass when the grass is as tall as the court city, pun intended, I'll, I'll grant you that. You just hope that there's far more grass than snake. The fact that so many, nearly a hundred in total, of these cultists launched these coordinated attacks with a variety of magical implements truly spooked the three big heads, hence them partnering me with a trio of As if that would make it easier, not harder to do my, my job. Have you ever traveled with a paladin before? I did. I, I, I believe that they all carry around a fleet of, of tubas. <laughs> and clankety clankety clank. 
Um, plus, can, can you imagine me rolling up to a Boromar safe house or den with three armored mooks flashing their religious symbols behind me? Yes, I, I can see that you're imagining it now. In any case, I'm trying to track where these wands and whatnot came from. But even the few cultists we captured don't seem to know anything. They just wanted a bit of chaos and the feeling of power for a night. I can hardly blame them for that, though I can blame them for murder. I can blame them for hell. If you want to throw some, fire, some fireballs and lightning bolts at fancy windows in the pavilion of, of the host, or make a little little scar on the outside of the royal palace, or interrupt commerce through the um, teleportation portals in the Palantineum. If you want to burn some books in, in the um, Palantineum library, have fun. Go for it. You get one you get one night a year, supposedly yours. But I can't naturally, I can't sit aside and know that these people made an attack once and could do so at any point in time. So trying to track down who did it is one, is one thing, but more importantly, who coordinated this? Who put these implements? Now, these items are cheap by my standards, perhaps by perhaps by your standards, but still, we're talking 500 gold for a wand that one time, point shoot, blows up a market square. 500 gold, you and I might, might be able to afford, but these people, cultists of the Dark Six, the people that we were seeing, no, impossible. Not with the, the number that we saw. Hence, Again, I like to keep this between you and myself the same way I like to keep what I would like you to propose to me between you and myself. How would you keep this apart from your uncle, though? Sounds you work quite closely with him, and he's expecting things from you. He didn't look quite pleased when you left the Kala. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was not. It's a good question. Tell you that one of the spells that that the mark of de detection afford us is the spell of non-detection. So every day, I can for one day it makes me immune to such things. I can also attune to, to this. That prevents me from getting my mind my mind read by such things. But mostly, <laughs> bless you. Mostly distance, I, I think. My good uncle uh, is unlikely to trap me in a room until he, he cracks through what's up, up here. So I think keeping my distance from him would be wise. Especially if you suspect him. A question I have for you is why have you not gone to the Donnie's? Though I suppose you have. In, in that mm hmm there's so much I don't know about what you know, what you're truly investigating on your own, who you trusted, who you ruled out. This is what's fascinating to me. I'm going to turn around and lean over the couch very unladylike, but open up the window. Norwin! 
another hippogriff. <laughs> yeah, you saw the hippogriff right. is is up top, like like thirty feet up. <laughs> Make a noise. Make a animal handling check. Oh boy, here we go. Animal handling. Twenty. Oh, not bad. It's not bad. But for once, uh, I don't even know how many animal handling skills. Plus five, so twenty-one. Let's see her her demeanor right now, and I'm rolling your dice. That's gonna be a oh, natural five. one. Yeah. Two ones. Okay. You doing it? And she does indeed. Come down. Oh, like maybe pull out some bit of ration or something. Like a breader's ration. As you open the wooden, the, the wooden which all have locks on them, but easy enough to. Mm-hmm. Norman! I mean, what? Yes? Enter. Happy to see you here. Yes. I'm sorry. And in Infernal, I'm going to say to you, do we trust him? How much do I tell him? Do you trust him? Infernal, obviously. I do, and Irk said he likes him. Is that Infernal? I don't speak. <laughs> I don't. I don't speak it. I can just. I can just tell a lot of spit. You know what? I'll, I'll give. I'll, I'll give you two time to yourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I can use something a little bit stronger than a wine and coffee. I think. No, no. Yeah. Well, trust some of these He bought me flowers. Well, no one's ever bought me flowers before, so I don't know. This one step away from a love letter. <laughs> Didn't the blacksmith give you flowers? Who? The lady blacksmith from Silvertheer? Oh, yeah. I don't think of her. Oh, okay. She's betrayed. She She's dead to you. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs>
he back in the room? He is standing in the doorway, sort of, from the kitchen end, with a glass of something brought in his hand. But you guys are still within the within the circle, mm-hmm. so unless you know you don't know how the dice work, but in theory you should you should not be able to hear you even if you speak. I will say in Elvish pretty loudly. Eklin might kill us. Wait, what did you say? Eklin might kill us. Eklin might. And he's just something you practiced your speech, it's okay. Uh, so I'm going to It's been a while since I've brushed off the old Elvish. So, uh, and I would look over and gesture for him to come back. Okay. No, I'm only friends with the Eklund might kill us. I heard. Deliberate on your parts. You wanted me to hear that. Yes. Why do you say this? He doesn't seem to trust you. He told us to stay away from his family. But yes, you should stay away from my from my family if you're keeping a secret like this in your head. And we were told not to tell anyone. Smart. But he did tell me to go to dinner with you. Well, how do you thank him for a wonderful night? In part, they probably will see those two, I'm sure. I don't know exactly what you told you, but I assume that it's enough to place me on this kind of this gravity. It's the gravity of it that makes this interesting to me. If the grand secret was there's a I'm, I'm not even sure what example I can think of. I am done this investigative detective work for years now. I've been many places. Mm-hmm. There's many things that people think are very secretive that when I find them out, I say, really, that's it. But e- even understanding in a small sense when I very boorishly, but I will defend, my, defend myself, I had good intentions, looked into Anaxaria's head glimpse I got, the fear, if, if I may, the concern, the desire to seek out an infiltrator in our midst was enough for me to realize this is important. This isn't some smuggling operation. This is something more important. And I'm curious what the details of this are so I can try to help I know that you are buddy buddy with Eklund, and you and you should be, because being buddy buddy with Eklund means that you're buddy buddy with the with, with the, the crown. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't think of that too much. The crown should always be suspect, no matter who's sitting in the throne or next to the throne or behind the throne or in front of the throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody should be suspect. I'm sure you already know. Yeah. So the question comes down to: Can I be? Traitor in our midst, I'm part of the hour. That means a traitor in my midst. Okay. 
Trill would be very interesting interested in knowing. We we could have the entirety of House Donnie on this task. Detect thoughts, left and left and right, investigating things, but that would be foolhardy. If the Crown wanted that, they would have told Trill more. And as far as I understand, the Crown is not involved my uncle in this whatsoever. Eklund's involved for obvious reasons, the right hand of the, the king and all this stuff. I understand why you don't trust anyone. I also don't trust people. So, I crack, cracked in. I know enough now. I want to know more. You can leave me. You can, you can walk up. Oh, right now, you can even take the cake with you. And that's fine. That's the, that's the end of this. Done. I am not forcing you to stay. I also just don't want to see people in my midst of the next gala might be uh, infiltrated for some nefarious purposes. I don't know much about you, but I don't think that you necessarily know how to take no for an answer. Now, now, the kiss could be partially trying to get into my mind. I don't know how the dragon marks work. Oh no, that that was purely for my own my own pleasure. I hoped for yours, but I can, I can be more jumped up than that. Yeah, well, that's an odd play, I guess. Digging into someone's mind, mingling and pulling message. That's just my perspective. It's it's worked on women and before. He's like a jerk. We heard Will. to have a practice because I swear that, that it's, it sure seems like it to me. someone who supposedly is attempting to create chaos and promote the war. Promote the war. The war. Can you elaborate on, on how you got this information, how you received it, how you became involved in this whole scenario? We procured this information from a journal written by Mindflare. What's a mind flare? Uh, can I change my? I can't change my Facebook page. Mind flare? Can I? Uh, I would have to mask on you. Oh, you could do it. Yeah. yeah. I will I so. briefly change to look like the one we killed in yeah. the Shadowfell. Yeah, sure. Actually, does that work? I mean, I'd have to look, look it up. Mm -hmm. I have to look it up. God damn it! I know one thing that would definitely work, but it would suck. Do this wrong. Change it by TypeScript and adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement as you. I would say you could make tentacles in 
they might be shorter than the normal, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Give unlimited uses that minor illusion. Is that what that word? <laughs> you could you could minor illusion onto your disguise self. Sure. Yep. I do that. <laughs> Disguise self and then alter self or minor illusion to make him the tentacles. <laughs> That's disgusting. Change back. Yes. Okay, so I'm to understand Mind Flayer is a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, the name Mind Flayer does not not bring to mind uh, good things. Okay, so you read a book by a Mind Flayer. We brought it to Volo. Have you ever heard of Volo? He was an adventurer. He's in the Feywild now. He can read it, but it does things to your mind. Is this, is this why you were in the Feywild, fighting and getting your ass kicked by the leprechauns? It was. Why are you talking about <laughs> We all love the leprechaun story. We all love the leprechaun story. <laughs> so it would seem. So it is true. Yeah, interesting. We uh, <laughs> needed a favor, and Queen Titania wasn't going to let her bard do it for us healthy. So, yeah. so you bother with queens of fairies and other realms and planes of existence to read a book written by an online player. Yes. You like I'm to try to read the book? It's extremely odd. No, I, I'm, I'm simply repeating things so you can see how absurd that they sound. But true. Not saying they're not true. I did use the word absurd, though. And You're that was the mind player we killed in the shop. During the attack on Raven Queen's domain. Well, you did that one a lot. <laughs> Seems like you told me a lot of secrets, but not the ones I was interested in. But the secrets that you did tell me have guided the path through here. Very, very smart. You're good at manipulating people, aren't you? Not that I know of. Yes, she is. <laughs> I grew up with nuns. I had to survive somehow. Okay, so you read you, you read this <laughs> my player's book. Yes. Rolla read it, told you this. Yes. You oh, got defeated by leprechauns. You defeated one. <laughs> you went to the Shadowfell to the Raven Queen's domain and slew this mind player there. But you read from Flip it around. Oh, that's how you got the book. Yes. We got ah, the book. yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Had to go get the book. Then we had to go back to the Feywild. Because, and he says back because we had already been in the Feywild once and spoken to Volo with a previous journal from a previous mind player we had killed. So, so what? You're just finding mind players, kill, killing them, bringing their books to the Feywild to speak with, with the one guy that can apparently do it in all existence. That he guides you to another mind mind player. Get another book to lead you to another mind player. There's three of them, and we needed to kill. This all seems three. awfully convenient. Like it's some sort of like weird plot. Like somebody <laughs> outlined this once five years ago, and it's coming to fruition. Yeah. There are three. We had to kill all three. We only killed two in time. Why do you have to kill all three? Because then they'll bring each other back on, on the night of Long Shadow. Wait, wait, that's still open. So they're probably still back. Ah, hence why you were remiss to have missed the Night of Long Shadow in yes. this realm. Correct. Okay, this is actually making more sense. It's it, it's too absurd to not be true. We're gonna say other things. The mind flares, as you, you should know, I guess, um, not necessarily. Obviously brought back to life, but they weren't necessarily alive to begin 
you believe that there is, if I'm jumping, if I'm deducing things, no mark required, you might understand that this last journal, this diary, this book that, that you have directed you toward the court city. There's some sort of infiltrator that's pushing for the war. Yes, because there is an adversary we are not chasing. In fact, we probably would try to skirt around him at this point, perhaps, or would probably try to kill him. We would not be able to, but somebody who you're not here. I feel like yeah, goddamn. Okay. <laughs> somebody down in my house. <laughs> mind flares are working for him in a sense and yeah I'm saying and to be clear it's not like we're trying to well we are being perhaps a little candid we're not necessarily being extremely candid because the information we got out of that journal not, it's not eloquently written text. It's just bits of text. Hence why you had to go to the one man in all the realms that can read it. Yes. Yes. I understand. And he's only in the Feywild because he broke his mind previously. Trying to do Trying the same to do thing. thing. I've tried to read it myself and I am. Uh, well, is that, is, is that why you are where yeah, you are? I'll show you my inventory. Mostly it's just many scared Several minutes. Several minutes. The muscular I got that outside before you walked in. No. Exactly. I'm joking. I'm just having having fun. No, I figured, but I'm just saying it's still just the piece of Be nice. Be being nicer to your autistic friend. Close that window. <laughs> I'll do my best. So. don't even necessarily know it's the court city, but it said infiltrator in the court. So it could be any court. Yes, could but if this was court. the one that we felt Teach Basket catch it up. Was <laughs> the most likely and best to start with. Most obvious and most connections we have. Yes. Understandable. He gets right because you 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 all traveled briefly with both Daniel and the princess. So when we came to the outskirts of the city, that's where we met your cousin. We didn't kill him, and he was so thankful that we're now friends. Ah, yeah, he, he, he does bend, bend the knee to those that, that don't chop off his head yes. immediately. So you allied yourself with the crown, divulged mm-hmm. this information or divulging to me, to them, and likely they have, uh, Eklund is, is aware. Tell me that Elspeth is Traveled with us to room time, so. And she's Elspeth. She knows what she knows. She's Even if we don't think she's listening, she's probably listening right now. So, if you're worried about t- telling me, you're telling her. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the princess is is your spy or infiltrator per 
likes to talk is all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. So you're looking for an infiltrator in the courts. Maybe here, maybe not. They're pushing the war, and you don't understand why they're pushing for the, the war yet. Not yet. So you don't have a lot to go on. Again, I didn't need the mark to tell me that. Or years of training. Okay. Enough said. We did come to an interesting conclusion last night that may be useful. We Please. had we learned that your families use these shards, dragon shards. Yes, I, I Actually, there's a few in this little apparatus here. Well, we have things that we think are connected, or entire ones, that have gone missing recently, a black one and a green one. And so if a new family ends up having more power than they did, and they have an entire stone, that could be telling. And sure. not necessarily want to fault that out fast, though. Yeah. sort of came out of nowhere for me. So yeah. you are aware of what dragon shards are and you believe that, that there's a fully, uh, a bigger one, a spherical one that is black and green and they might be coming into the city but the people wouldn't want to know that they're coming into the city? Maybe not, depending. This was before my time with my men but apparently one of the mind flares was bringing through black one. Yeah. Ah. So the mind flares early on before you went on these book quests had one of these things. Yeah. It lost it. You lost it. So somehow we were blown up on the ship. Enough said. Yeah, that's actually how I met them. Yeah, how I met them. And if it is a dragon heart stone, yes. If it is a dragon shard in stone form, on an uncharted dragon shard. I don't know if there's a, a, a word for that. You can't come shard with <laughs> shard. <laughs> that's all I heard, so thank you. <laughs> I hear it now. Hear it now. Yeah. A dragon shard? Hi, mm-hmm. dragon sharded. Hey, dragon sharded. <laughs> so, it would be entering, it could be entering the city. This would be the number one place where it would enter. How long ago was this? How long ago did this take? Sorry, now all I'm imagining is dragon sharks are calling other dragon marks. <laughs> so I'm imagining dragons. <gasps> Get the mark! <laughs> Different on everyone. How long ago did this happen? No, it's several months ago. So it could already be here. When it, when it was lost, did it enter somebody else's hands? Did you lose it to something, or you lost it on this burning ship? 
either the father who owns the river or it's in the hands of whoever was chasing us. Or it's in the hands of some lucky fisherman that dredged the river, or it's in, or it's in the hands of, uh, of somebody here in the city. It could, could be anywhere, obviously. Yes. It was in the hands of some fishermen you might hear about some extreme claim being tossed around. Where was this boat? Where's the last place we saw it? Hocock. Hocock. Something was going to enter the city in a way that was not to be known. That is one of my strengths. That's specifically why, again, I was chosen by Trowler to look into the night of long shadows and see where this volume of wands and necklaces and, and whatnot, relatively inexpensive but dangerous magical implements came from that were then handed out like candy to a bunch of idiotic cultists. So, I'll keep an eye out for that. I no promises, of course, but I'll do my best. The other one was a green one, mm-hmm. and was stolen from a clan of elves that we were friends with after their leader was murdered. Allegedly. Okay, a green You say and allegedly a black. like we did it. Well, I'm saying we yeah. True. His arms and legs were cut off, and he was drugged into a dark pit. Roscoe. Well, and she's digging into us. Very true, and if you recall, it, it was uh, Countess de Horasco that asked Trelob, and then Trelob asked me to check in on, on you, you three fools, because she's very suspicious about this poison that you just mentioned to her in passing and seemed to know more than you should about, and asking her about uh, cursed weapons. I appreciate the candor, but understand that sometimes I think you folks might speak too loudly. Yeah, sometimes. But you all did very well to go. I don't don't think anybody suspected anything except for those who are already suspicious of you. I didn't try to do it myself. Well, I tried. Mm, true. On, on you, yes. Strong will. She's the one who took a hit out on us, though. But who else would? I don't know. Earth spit on at least two people today. I I can't say if the I, I was going to eventually ask if you believe that this assassination attempt was by the people seeking, you know, to push this war. Because if so, the obvious guess would be the house. You mentioned a black, uncharted dragon mm-hmm. heart, 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 heart. Yeah. So Which logically, that would be. <coughs> you seem to have already ruled them out. 
perhaps too obvious. Not necessarily ruled out, but I feel like if they were going to do it, they would do it anyway. And they'd find a way. They wouldn't care about being audited? Here's what I can, can offer you. Now that I know what it is that you're doing, I'm glad that I've approached you in this way. And it really just focuses on you now, the comfort and knowing what you must be done. I'm interested in this topic. I think it's very wise of you to not go ahead and tell everyone. It is wise of you to have avoided me and Trellwood and the rest of my clan. I recommend continuing to do so. I can offer you that Eklund cannot. And by Eklund, I don't, like, this is not a silly familial rivalry. What I can offer you is I know these people. Eklund knows them academically. I drink with these people. I play cards with these people. Eklund goes somewhere. Everybody knows that the crown's eyes are there. I go somewhere. Everybody knows I'm there. Granted, people know my there's a bit of, of healthy distrust, but I distrust all of them, just, just the same. Healthy dis distrust is the only healthy thing you can have in this city. So what I can offer you is more access. I can speak with these people. I have ways that I, I can interface with them that Eklund cannot. So continue working with the crowd if you trust them. Continue working with Eklund if Perhaps you and I can work together. Perhaps you and I can find opportunities to interact. The next gala, perhaps, but the tame gala is not the only gala, it's just the, the one where all the dragon marks will more than likely be. If you want to focus on specific ones, I'm happy to go myself. I'm more than happy to take that can be so bold a date. There's dinner in it. won't be offended if I keep working with the crown? No, of course not. Because they are, to be very blunt, the only thing keeping us alive right now. I, I understand. Well, yeah. I, I, I do understand. I will not offend them. In fact, it's good. You're working with the very, very top, and I will work with the very, very bottom. This is has to offer. And somehow we'll meet in between. What do you think if Eklund knows that Keep as much out of it as you can. I don't believe that even Eklund knows my mission, my working with the paladins of and the, 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 the three aspects and all, all of that. It, he very likely knows that House Madani has been tasked with 
sussing out this knight of, mm -hmm. of long shadows and whatnot, but knowing which of us it is, I, I, I would be surprised if Eglin knew. I'm sure the king and queen do not. Well, no, that's not actually true. <laughs> the king is of the, the three aspects, even though he wasn't there when the assignment came. I have to question myself here. I don't know how much the aspects speak amongst themselves, especially the the, the mind and soul speaking with the, the aspect of the body, the, the king. It is very possible that the, the king knows of my position personally, in which case it's possible that Eklund knows. The question that you should be asking yourself is, does the old Ash Raven take his dual jobs seriously? King of Serenia and aspect of the body. One of them, he looks over the people of this court and has to be a strong military hand, the king. The, the, the leader of an entire country. The other, he is one of the three highest religious figures in the entire world. And you tell me which of those two roles he treats more seriously, or if he truly does keep him equal. If he's, if he's a good aspect, aspect of the body, then Eklund probably doesn't know my involvement in my positions shite at that at that job and he has a big mouth assume Eklund knows I'm sure at this point you know the king I've only had very few interactions with him I feel like if Eklund knew he would have been very true at least so well if that's true then perhaps I need I need to, to give all the within the kudos then that he takes his both roles seriously just a hunch though right it could just be I'm sure there are many things you're holding back from me, and many things I'm holding back from you. That's the way it, it should be. Yeah. Okay. If I need to get a hold of, if I gather information, or you need to get a hold of me, do we have a, a means by which to do this? I believe I have an extra quill and scroll in my box. Order's quills? Yeah. Kind of gives a distasteful look for that. He says, you trust those things? That's all I have. I find them less trustworthy than old-fashioned sealed letter. Who knows if a civis has tied a third quill to a pair and is reading everything that you said. I agree that, that they're convenient. Mm -hmm. That convenience is a weapon that they use to get into every important communication between banks, prisons, realms, everything. Call me paranoid, but in my, my line of work with the people I interact with, good old parchment and ink, if I can help it. How Civis probably knows more secrets, surely knows more secrets than any other house. I'm not sure if they're on your platter to look at, but if you're looking at masters of secrets, it's the people that can control the communication. But I would like to see you more. He reaches in his pocket and pulls out a 12-sided um, decahedron perfectly carved um, amethyst crystal the size of maybe your pinky nail. Very, very small. 
it's beautifully cut and he has as he deposits in your hand he looks at each side has tiny etchings and symbols that all combine in sort of a golden um class work around it unbelievably finely crafted especially considering how, how small it is it says and inside you see a very dull purple glow within the amethyst just enough in the very center but so dim it couldn't even be a candle and then i know it's unbelievably dim as you kind of go like this if you did you'd see you can just barely see it there he lifts his hand but he has as one and he whispers into it and a tiny stone in your hand glows bright purple for about 10 seconds or so before returning back a simple but elegant I like these as a, I use these as a signal to meet up. They can be used three times a day. They can they can do that, and obviously you can't send communication, so you have to have a designated location and a code to meet up. I would suggest that one pulse is let's meet at Sanids. Two pulses would be, let's be at Sanus immediately. Bring whomever, bring your chums and that case. What do you think all three pulses should mean? If you had to, to choose some communication with me. I don't have anywhere permanent to meet up. So I would say that's more, do you have any thoughts? You're meeting at Sanitz in both instances, then it's possible that somebody would think that that is the only place that you would go. So perhaps that could be a situation where you might have been had in that regard. And so I think having a third location might be behoove you. And that could be a situation where if you think that you're being sussed upon, then Precisely. maybe don't meet at Sanitz, maybe meet somewhere else. I would, I would consider all three pulses a more urgent version of two that we don't want to Preferably one not so high up. Cheese shop. There's the cheese shop, or there is. My plus is. Marquand's Folly. We've only just been there. Like it is low. It is low. I'm familiar with both locations. Do you have a choice? Do the cheese shop. Probably not good to meet where I'm staying. Yes, I agree. Oh, that's that's where you're staying. Well, you know where I'm staying. Cheese shop. Great. Cheese shop. There's a very cute girl that works there too, but she, she, she doesn't hold a candle to many of them. That's a nature. No one knows of this girl. He read, he, he read that book a lot. <laughs> Three pulses means meet at the cheese shop immediately. Yes. One Santa's tonight at your convenience. Two Santa's now. Very good.
episode. <laughs> Depending on your preferences. <laughs> what I'm saying is it might not hurt for us to then also have an appearance that he recognizes that isn't you. Mm. Ice mark? I mean, that's up to you. I will change into a normal looking human girl with brown hair. Magnum? Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Missing teeth. Oh, I, thought, I, I thought you were becoming you. That's, that's so I was calling you beautiful. I'm like, still her. Yeah. With no teeth. That's all I'm seeing now is just Rachel with missing no teeth. teeth. Yeah. No teeth at all, baby. That's how Frank likes it. He nods and says, and what should I call this visage uh, before me? Wait, no. I'm actually going to change to look like Beth. Okay. I will say look like Beth. Good. And you? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll just go with let's see what's inconspicuous in this place. Um, I'll go like mid-length hair with like a, a goatee, and um, I guess we can just actually we'll just, we'll just do the mustache. We'll just go with Hulk Hogan, so I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Hulk, um, Hulk stretchy, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and Bet. All right. Well, so we have we have Hogan and mm-hmm. Bet. But I see you. I'll remember your, your faces. Did, did you need a, a ride home or a ride to wherever you're staying? Which now I know is Marquand's calling. It might be better if the connection is a little less subtle or more subtle. Oh, if you have if you have, have, have the means of transporting the, the lady home. Besides just being a spider, spider is about as small as I can go. Let's just say that. Can you turn into a bird tonight or not? Yes, I can turn into a bird tonight. <laughs> Thank a, you. Bi- a big one? A, a bigger big, one? A big one. Wow. You know? Truly, druids. Oh, yeah. I know. Amazing. It can be a bird. Okay. He stands. I haven't even touched the cake. I assume you eat this whole time. No? You guys had chats before this yeah. stuff started. He stands, gestures for you. Stand. Take, take, take your hand. He's gesturing to take your hand. Offering to take your hand. Mm-hmm. Looks you up. Says, well, good night. Thanks, all right. It was wonderful to have, have dinner and cake and conversation with you, despite the, the heavy conversation and frequent interruptions. We both looked at you. <laughs> you called him back in. <laughs> you didn't tell me. Hey, yeah. You said goodbye. You said goodbye? That could mean so many things. <laughs> okay, can I offer you a gift? I suppose. It's a surprise look. Close your eyes. I will close my eyes. All the way. I will look through Indy's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like preening. Does she have inspiration? And all of a sudden. <laughs> and through Icky's Icky vision, you see him let go of your hand and re- reach up behind him, take off his necklace, and he puts it over your horns and drops down over you. And he says, Consider it a gift. I can always find a, a, another one eventually, though it may take a few months. 
but if you're being scribed, you need it more than I do. And if, if people are, are trying to look in here on you, you need it more than I do. I can cast non-detection on, on myself in a pinch. It does require, it would require you to attune your soul to it, so understand that. But it could be a useful tool here. But most, most importantly, Appreciate it. He then lifts your hand and will kiss the back of it in a very gentlemanly passion. He will go and unlock the, the, the three locks for you, we'll open the door, and bow and gesture for you to leave like some fancy waiter. I will let you go out first, and then as I'm walking past mm -hmm. him out, I will whisper, third time's a charm. Keep going. Okay. You'll turn into a big bird? Yeah, turn into a bird. <laughs> and then, mm -hmm. what, what, where are you going? Flying back down to Mark Wong's calling? Yep. I assume that's where Earth is, we'll find out. Earth? You're just getting smashed at the, 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 the Drunken Dragon? I had a few drinks. Okay. <laughs> and then the guy sitting in the box told us to me, we had a good long chat, and I was like, here's my theory. I think it's an angry old god, and he's got, and I think there might be multiple families that are betraying my friend. We haven't talked about that, but I'm kidding. I'm a drinker. <laughs> that guy was drunker than me. <laughs> <laughs> multiple families? What a man whore. Totally misunderstand. <laughs> <laughs> I am a guy. And, <laughs> and you have the carpet, so you're just like, fuck them, I hope I hope she, she finds well, yeah, you Well, after, yeah, after they don't come out of the restaurant after like 40 minutes, they're like, I'm just gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's Earth. He's not gonna hope I find my way home. He's gonna be like, all right. I hope way. I see her in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. No, 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 it's guy. <laughs> Mistake of time, you you guys can't talk anyways because you're a big, big, a big owl. I'm assuming it's it time at night. So you guys get back to Markon's Folly, thinking amongst yourselves, not able to speak to each other. Erps there, and you turn back into you. You walk in to um, Markon's Folly. It's around you know 10 p.m. this time ish. Um, and you see Earth at the bar saying to a second person, I don't, I don't really get it, you know? Like, I mean, how do we know it's only, it's only one? Only one, only one what? Ah, don't worry about it. Should've told you that. So reconvene there, you guys reconvening after our break. It's cool. Oh, perfect. Yep. Sorry about all that. 